Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to From Religion to Woohoo. This is your host, Angie. And I was jumping on here to share with you a little bit about some of my understandings I've come into as I have moved away from religion and living in the woohoo world now. I know there's been many people in the recent years, um, I would say probably for quite a while, that have had experiences a lot like mine. I've run into many of them as of recent and it's always really interesting to hear everybody's stories about what it's been like to reconstruct their mind from religion into understanding God, the universe, um, spirituality in a completely different way than what is taught in the religious communities. Um, and I don't want to say that this is just limited to the American standards of religion, as I understand in some aspect that many of our beliefs came from, um, you know, when they came over from Europe and um, really wanted to build this foundation of America on what they believe to be like believing in God and like this Christian foundation and some of the things that have been going on for centuries and generations and thousands and thousands of years, maybe even millions of years is people continually working towards trying to understand spirituality, God, um, just a divinity and like, I, what I've come to truly understand it is the human experience and humans trying to come back into their authentic self. And deep inside everybody, there's this knowing that they're from something bigger than themselves. They're, they're, they're created and they are linked to something that is out there, like, is usually what it's represented as. And as I've moved through my awakening, I have come to understand that that thing that we seek um, that is out there, the God, um, spiritual things, you know, we always are 
as a human race looking for something outside of ourselves to make us feel good on the inside when the reality of it is is we actually within ourselves embody all of it all of it is already within us because we are divinely created spirits that have come into the human body to have a life here on earth and it is a really hard thing to grasp um, in reality to just have this mindset of like having a spirit on the other side, like in this spiritual realm, I guess, or heavenly realm or whatever you want to call it. And that spirit wanting to come and have an experience like this on earth, because earth is not very fun. Sometimes we have like all these really difficult moments in our lives that we have to figure out or overcome. And some of us, you know, don't always make it through and our bodies, you know, do not survive the earthly experience. And I mean, nobody's body does. And so it's a constant like regeneration of the spirit. And for a very long time, I did not believe in reincarnation. I did not believe that spirits like came and went back into like the spiritual realm. But as I've come into my awakening, I've had more of an understanding of how that process maybe works. And in my spirit self, having the connections that I do with um, my loved ones who have passed or in spirit guides, um, especially uh, the connection I've had with my dad since he transitioned into spirit back in um, September 2020, I've had more of an understanding that in fact, we likely do reincarnate on the earth. And what has been really interesting in this experience is knowing that we're coming to the knowledge basically that our bodies, um, DNA is connected to our mother and fathers. And then that is also connected to the generations prior and above that. So our actual physical body is a representation of many, many, many millennials and generations of DNA. And so we embody the things that have been passed in our DNA. And so the experience is that our, you know, grandparents and their grandparents and their, grand, you know, so on had in their lives, in some way or form, we have that embodied in us. And there might be things that we, you know, don't really understand that we struggle with and stuff. And coming into that understanding can be like allowing ourselves to do some deep diving into our healing process. And, and we don't really need to even know what those things were. We don't need to know what people went through, but, um, our body does like, you know, there's that book, um, the body keeps score. And I really love how he, um, explains our bodies like you know keep trauma in them and I have experienced this myself like my in within my trauma what I often did was turn to food or alcohol and over the years I became very overweight at one point weighing 264 or 65 pounds I remember 
And I think I just really didn't even realize it. Like I did not, like, I cannot tell you how I got to that weight other than I was completely unconscious of my own body. I had no idea that I was not living inside of my own body. And so over the years, as I've been on my healing journey, you know, I've lost about 90 pounds. um, And, you know, I still have desires to lose more. And I, I notice that pattern now in my life, like when I feel anxious, or I'm not really living within my own body, like I turn to things on the outside of me to try to fulfill things on the inside. So like, overeating or um I don't know like I I gave up alcohol um back in 2020 shortly after my dad um transitioned into spirit and so alcohol isn't like a huge thing for me anymore but before that I would I mean that was my go-to like and it's such a socially acceptable thing that it's just a natural thing as well So I, you know, I get up every morning and I meditate. I spend time with uh, my spirit, with my body, calming my body down, allowing it to realign, adjusting my energy. And sometimes that's really hard for me. Like there's times I can just really drop into my meditation and it's just like super deep, super comforting. And I just feel releases and then there's other times that my mind is wandering and I can't figure out like how to shut it off and I'm constantly worried about something that's going to happen and or something I did or you know it's that old mindset in religion of like having to perform and as I have you know, expanded my meditation practice over the years and embodied more of a quiet mindset, I've noticed my striving more, my striving to be something so I can get something. Instead of just trusting the universe that as I align my energy and I align myself into the truth, into the knowledge of the divine, of what I was created from, like the actual Godhead, the universal love energy, I can just fall back and rest. Like my spirit is always abundantly connected. And then within the spiritual realm, there is no lack. There's no suffering. There's no worry. There's nothing that in the spirit realm that needs to be, you know, you don't have to strive there, you know, there's no striving in love, which is what the other, you know, the spirit world is all about. And that's what our spirit is, is love. It's a frequency of love. And I had these like thoughts this morning as I meditated, um, about my old teachings that I've come to, you know, when I was like super into the Bible and, I thought a lot about Jesus as I was meditating this morning and some of the things that he did on the earth. And, you know, clearly, if we really look at the life of Jesus, he, he like, rebelled against religion. Like, not, I mean, he, they killed him because he did that. And I think it's a hard thing for the Christian church to understand that, you know, Jesus didn't come to, like, come to church and build this community that, like, you know met every few days and like only stuck within this time like he built this community of like you know quiet your mind 
go inward, allow yourself to realign with the love and the energy of God, take off your blinders, be truthful, like speak your truth, be authentic. Like you are a healer. You're, And then he would even say things like, you will do greater things than I, <laughs> you know? And so all these things came to my mind and, you know, religion just gets it so wrong. Like what Jesus was trying to tell us. And two of the stories that popped out to me in my meditation this morning was, um, you know, I've always kind of in my religious mindset and, and, uh, fear based, um, thinking I was always turned away or taught turn to turn away from like manifestation or law of attraction and stuff like that. And I, I had this epiphany this morning that there are parts of like teachings in the Bible about, um, manifesting like the manifesting of the gifts in um I believe it's first Corinthians 12 so you can look through there if you have a bible or you want to read through that there is something in there that says that the gifts are manifested through the spirit so clearly people really do have the manifestation of like giftings in their body like the ability to um know things, the ability to like psychics, um, the ability to heal, the ability to teach, like these things are actually manifested through the spirit in which we are connected to the, you know, our bodies are connected to that spirit, which is connected to the divine love energy, which, you know, we might call God or whatever we might want to, um, put a label to that. And then the other story that came to my mind was the woman who touched Jesus's cloak. And there's so many versions of this, like, cause the Bible has been rewritten so many times. It's just crazy. But what I found really interesting this morning as I was meditating is like, I almost felt like Jesus himself came to talk to me and was like, so this lady like just had this idea that she needed to touch you know, my clothing and she'd be healed. Like she just believed she would. And it just dawned on me, like that is law of attraction. That's manifestation. That's putting something out there and trusting that it's going to work. And when you're moving away from a religious mindset and trying to create or build a life like that you believe is your true soul purpose and your calling in life. Sometimes that lack mindset comes in like we like you're, we're not worthy or uh, we'll never achieve this kind of stuff. But clearly there have been teachings for years and generations and I mean like forever that it's how we believe in what we put out we attract back to us. And so as you move from a religious mindset and into the woohoo thinking, I, you know, encourage you to think about these things. Like the, they're not scary. They're not demonic. They're not the things that we've been taught to believe about these things. And so, um, trusting the universe, trusting there's an abundance for us and that we can tap into that at any moment. So I just wanted to share that this morning and as I move through today, I'm going to work on it myself. And so I encourage you to really work on that lack mindset and trust the universe as you move forward as well. So I wish you the best day, evening, night, whatever time it is for you. And I will see you back here or talk to you or whatever next time I'm here. Namaste. Namaste.